Hola. Today's episode is brought to you by Octane Inc. Octane Inc. specializes in vehicle wraps, snowmobile wraps, custom apparel, race car lettering, all that jazz. With a deep history in motorsports and the love for anything fast, Octane Inc. has quickly become the Midwest premier one-stop shop for anything you want customized. Maybe you got a business logo, maybe a personal monogram, whatever it is, they can make it happen. Go to OctaneIncLLC.com today and check out their handiwork. Uh, you can also find them on any social media platform. Again, that's Octane, I-N-K-L-L-C.com. Also brought to you by our old friends at Baba G DIY Edible Kits. What is a DIY edible kit? Well, it's a kit that makes edibles and you do it yourself. Uh, they provide candy molds, candy mixers. So if you have THC oil, maybe some CBD oil, whatever you have to mix it in, you can calibrate it to your own uh, uh, tolerance. Uh, make sure it's legal in your state, of course. And check them out at OregonBaba.com. Again, that's OregonBaba.com. On to the pod. salutations welcome to episode 51 of the hey okay ha happy hour uh i'm your host mp snyder's matt paul whatever i hope you had a great year did you have a good christ mass did you go cease did you risk the the illness and did you embark on a journey to to spend time with friends and or family were you were you a, a reckless person who would dare not cancel Christmas? Or did you stay at home and maybe you had your family come and say hello through some glass? Maybe they stood outside of your front door and knocked on the window and you said, Hey, hi, nice to see you. Don't want to get sick. Like you're fucking visiting each other in prison. Is that what you did? Or did you just avoid everybody? Stay isolated in home? Because that's what you want to do anyway. You weird, introverted son of a bitch. I don't like people. They make me nervous. Um, Whatever it was, I hope you had a good holiday. And it's the last episode of the year. Episode, uh, the year's almost over. Can you believe it? Time sure flies. When you're consuming fear pornography 24-7. The the beds! We're running out of beds! Quickly, shut down the restaurants! Why? We don't have enough beds! And, um, yeah, New Year. Can't believe the New Year is upon us. What are you drinking, huh? For this happy hour. I am drinking... A uh, hard iced tea. Twisted tea. No, just kidding. I'm drinking a mocha. Everybody's talking about the twisted, uh, what is it, twisted iced tea? The hard cider? It's not hard cider. Hard iced tea. Twisted tea. On account of that video going viral there. You guys see the, you guys have seen the video, right? Of the douchebag in line at a convenience store or a bodega talking shit to the next guy in line. What? What? You a clown. Where are you from? Dropping some N-bombs. Right? Which is 
which is a bold move. <laughs> when you look like this kid uh, looks like. And then what happened? You saw the video. The guy is like, should I just hit this motherfucker right in the face with this 24-ounce can of twisted iced tea? And as he's thinking that, like, the thought must have rattled him a little bit that he dropped the can, got a little too excited, kind of fumbled the can a bit there, and the douchebag in front of the line keeps talking shit, kicks the can, and tells what you going to do, huh? You going to hit me with it? Huh? Go ahead. Hit me with it. And you know what the guy did? He hit him with it. He hit that kid so hard with that can, I think his feet left the ground. It was like a cartoon. I think the can, I don't know if it happened in real life, but in my mind's eye, I imagine the can exploding upon impact. It was a very, it was a very, uh, very strong strike. Uh, I don't know if you saw the full video, but after he was on the ground, knocked down, um, the guy who hit him got on top and gave him a little few, little, gave him a few words, a couple more rabbit punches to the face. And the onlooker's like, all right, he's had enough. He's all right. And the guy helps him up, helps the poor bastard. He almost killed up to his feet, kind of pushes him away a little bit. Like my work here is done. And what, what happened next? Did the kid learn his lesson? Did he go home and lick his wounds and say to himself, boy, better, better keep my mouth shut. Nope. He came at the guy with fists. <laughs> the weakest fist of cuffs you could ever see. I think his brain was still rattled. I don't think he had full control of his, of his body functions. I think he was trying to save face, right? Because you don't want to, you know, get so get hit so hard with a tea can that your feet leave the ground you gotta you gotta put up somewhat of a fight so he tries to punch him maybe we're getting the story backwards maybe it's at that point the guy who hit him with the can knocked him to the ground gave him a few more rabbit punches yeah that's what happened gave him a few more rabbit punches to the face and then uh helped him up and the lady filming was like you had it coming buddy you got yours uh and he did and he did and I believe America agrees. I believe America uh, supported that that uh, violent act because uh, everybody's getting a kick out of it. And so am I. But no, I'm not drinking one of those teas. Never even had one of those things. How how much are their sales going to go up now? <sighs> Just people buying it as a gay gift. It's hard to say gay gift without sounding like you're saying gay gift. Give one of them gay gifts, one of them hard iced teas shaped like a penis. Pretty gay to me. Gay gift. Gag gift. Um, so shout out to the guy who... I've never seen a more gentlemanly ass beating. Right? He did exactly what he was asked to do. The kid said, hey, why don't you hit me with that can? So he obliges, hits him in the face, gives him a little bit more. Hey, ho, hey. And even helps the poor bastard up off the ground to say, hey, I'm just here to to dole out life lessons. You have had a life lesson. Now be gone. Be on your way. Um, I'm getting a call. Why am I getting a call? I have it on no disturb. What's it? No notifications. Um, 
You don't hear it. You don't hear it, right? Who cares? So, what was I, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, head injuries. What Seeing videos like this makes me realize the human body is way more resilient than I, I had thought. You know, because before everybody had a camera, a high-quality camera in their pocket at all times, and all the shenanigans, all these shenanigans, all these, you know, skateboarders getting hit by cars, um, you know, uh, human beings flying 60 miles per hour out of water slides into the faces of, of, of unknowing pool goers. I, I before all this, we just had like America, what was it, America's Funniest Home Videos? And you'd see a guy fall through a trampoline, right? You'd see a guy, I don't know, do a cartwheel off a jet ski. But there wasn't enough footage to really capture some of this. See, I, I would have assumed, before I, I saw these videos, like if you would take a can like that and hit a motherfucker as hard as you can in the head like we saw on that video, I would assume A unconscious, maybe long-term brain damage, or death even. But man, the, the, the human body can take a licking and keep on ticking. Um, what are, You know you're on Facebook. You're on Facebook and there's these videos. I don't know if they're ads or what, but these damn viral... It's all, what is it, Fail Army? That's one of the ones that pops up in my feed. I don't know what that says about my life where, hey, you know what this guy needs to watch? Something called Fail Army. Hey, you, you're real, you're real close to failure. Why don't you enjoy uh, people failing? But what they mean is, you know, people failing to, um, I don't know, do a, do a handstand in their living room and they fall and break the lamp and the cat freaks out. Huh. Anyway. Oh, you got your New Year's resolutions? This year, I promise I'm going to resolve to not be swindled by relentless fear propaganda. I'm going to live my best life. Remember that before the uh, before this weird experiment started? Uh, people were living their best lives. I'm just living my best life. That was the theme of 2019, and, and uh, before that, it was people living their their best lives now it's like you can't live your best life what are you selfish you can't be running around all free acting like there's not a cold going around you're gonna you're gonna kill some old people if you kill old people um i don't know what happens i i thought that's kind of what usually happens but apparently not 80 year olds dying is like if they die we're gonna i don't know I don't know. I just go with what people are saying, and people are still apparently afraid of uh, of the cold. Uh, it's not the cold. I can just be so excessive, man. Shut up. Um, still trying to think of my New Year's resolution. I think it's going to be super cliche. Haven't had a cigarette in, what, 10 days? Went to the gym for the first time in three months on Monday. Figure I'd get a get an early start. Because if you go in after January 1st, they ain't going to cut you no deals. It's going to be packed. Uh, everybody, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. 
January is the busiest time. But I don't know if I'm going to get a membership here. Because, like, if you've listened to this podcast in the last two or three episodes, um, I'm, I'm traveling around a lot, but I got some kin in the Sioux Falls area. So I'll be spending a lot of time in the Sioux. But I don't know how much time I'm going to be here, really. If I'm hitting the road, do I buy a membership that I'm never going to use? So I, I go to the uh, the gym here. The nice gym. Great life, they call it. Speaking of living my best life, this gym's called Great Life. And they got a week trial. It's free. So figure it out. I'll, I'll be here for a few days. Let me get a week trial in. And I get there and do my thing. Pay the lady. No, I don't pay the lady. I give her my information because it's free. Not yet. It's just free. I don't have to give you shit. It's just my number and my email address so you can spam me and convince me to buy a year membership. And it's a nice gym, you know. It's got nice lockers with with the uh, the digital locks. It's got a swimming pool that I'll never use. It has, uh, uh, you know, weights, obviously, but most importantly, basketball court. I should say courts, plural. And I haven't played basketball in God knows how long. Two months, three months, and I go there, and it's a half court game. It's four on four, half court. Okay, great, because I ain't playing fucking full court. Got to ease into this shit. Ease back into it. Getting my my shoes squeaking. Yo, you squeak your shoes on the fucking court there. Make sure they're not too dusty so you don't slip. You know? I've always read horror stories about guys in their 30s rupturing their Achilles tendons. You know, because they take time off. They think they can just jump right back into... um, Let's face it, even even poorly played basketball by mediocrities, it's still a pretty cut and explosive uh, sport. You got to do a lot of a lot of planting and jumping and changing di- directions and and um, I don't know. I probably put on 15 pounds in this damn quarantine. What am I? 230, 220? You know, I'm not a I'm not a light guy. I'm not I'm not obese. I'm not a I'm not a big guy. How about I'm I'm not light. That's a lot of pounds on the old Achilles tendon. So I'm all paranoid about that. Make sure I stretch out. I feel fine, though. I, I, I get tired quickly. I'm out of shape. All right? Can't jump like I used to because I got too much weight holding me down. But all things considered, I'm feeling pretty good about myself playing against these. I don't know what they are. They're, they're in their 20s. They're in their prime. You know, guys that are, you know, a eighteen a high schooler would feel outmatched at this at this court at this level of play, right? So I gotta I can't embarrass myself. I gotta play fairly high. This is a very long winded way of, of saying this. Okay, so I'm playing relatively hard. Two reasons: a you want to play hard because you don't want to anger the basketball gods. You should play the game the right way. If you have to make a defensive rotation, you should make the effort to close out on that three-point shooter and rotate to help defense if whatever. The point is you should you should exert some effort just to appease the basketball gods. Because some of you don't know shit about basketball or the basketball gods, and you're like, who the fuck are these gods and why are you suddenly so religious? You don't understand the basketball gods. If you don't do, if you don't play the game the right way, the basketball gods will smite you. 
And they won't necessarily smite you on the court. They might smite you on the drive back. You might get jackknifed by a fucking Oldsmobile. And you think, what, what the fuck happened? Well, what happened was you didn't box out. You didn't close out on the uh, the three-point shooter that was lighting everybody up. And, you know, the basketball gods are vengeful. They're, they're vengeful gods. So I don't want to anger the, the basketball gods. So I'm playing hard for that reason. Secondly, more selfish uh, reason is, you know, I'm vain. I want to get in shape, right? I got to lose some pounds. And if, if I'm going to do that, I can't just walk around like a lazy ass on the court. It's not doing anybody any favors, least of all myself. I got to I gotta get in shape, right? I'm going to play a little bit hard. What does this have to do with anything? Well, it's that mindset that led me to go after a loose ball while another guy was going over the going after the loose ball. And my head is just, I don't know, two sizes too big for my body. It's always getting in the way. Our heads collide. Now, it sounds way worse than it was. It sounds way worse than it was. Because by the time I hit his head with my head, I kind of had pulled back my head. So it wasn't like we were knocked out or even concussed. or it wasn't a big deal. It was like incidental head-on-head contact. But here's the thing. His head hit me like you know your eye socket like if you there's like a bone socket it like his head hit me just inside of that that socket on the corner of my eye excuse me and that part of your face is like weak right it's like the um it's like on star the original star wars where what's his name luke skywalker shot the little the vulnerable little area in the death star that's what the corner of your eye is like if you get right past that bone, that little squishy area, that's where his big head hit me. I should say little head because it was like a sharp head because it created a little gash. I don't want to be overdramatic here. It wasn't like the skin was hanging down, but there was a lot of blood. There was blood. My entire right side of my face is just, it felt wet, but it turns out it was like blood. And uh, I know this because everybody's like, oh. And I put my hand in it, and there was blood. And it goes, dude, you're bleeding. I'm like, yeah, I know. And I walked slowly back to the locker room. Because, again, this was not a big deal. It looked really bad, but it wasn't bad at all. And I take a paper towel, and I wipe the blood off, and I get it down to that little, oh, it's a little cut. Five minutes later, it was done bleeding. Five, it, it, didn't, it bled a lot for like two seconds, and boom, waterworks shut off. And soon it was like when you nick yourself cutting oh nick yourself cutting nick yourself shaving you know when that happens everybody shaves right even the ladies with their legs and armpits sometimes you nick your skin and you just and it bleeds for like way too long ever had that where you cut yourself like maybe in your neck or maybe like your your nose like why would you cut your nose shaving that well you know like your mustache like that like you gotta get, you know, you got a mustache. The hair grows like too close to your nostril. You gotta get up there to get that, and then you accidentally nick the side of your nose. That shit never stops bleeding. Never. It just slowly and, and like thirty minutes in, you're like, am I gonna bleed to death from a, a nicked, from a botched shaving attempt? It's like next to getting killed by a buck uh, your first time out buck hunting. That's probably the most embarrassing way to die. So I'm in the locker room, and it's like the, the blood's over. It's done. The bleeding's done. So I'm like, I'm going to go back and play. And uh, 
in doing so, made me look way more of a badass uh, than I ever am. Because it was not a big deal. But it's like, the guy's like, we just saw this guy have half his face bloody. Now he's showing up. He's back for more. What an animal. Um, so... Now again, I'm you know, I'm not telling the story like I'm some fucking like tough guy. No, it's the opposite. This is like the the least. This is the uh, what's the word? I don't know. It's like the biggest bang for your buck you get. Like a tiny little scratch looks way hardcore. It's like the kind of thing you would do if you're like a professional wrestler or maybe like a punk rocker, right? If you if you could find the area, just do a little little nick. It doesn't hurt at all, but it looks so badass. So I think I stumbled upon something. If you ever want to strike fear into uh, whoever you're, you're hanging around, just find the corner of your eye, right? And uh, maybe with a razor blade or maybe a fucking, uh, maybe the end of a you know, the claw of a hammer, a hammer claw, just give, give it a tap. That shit will burst wide open. But I'm disappointed. I woke up today, I thought I'd have a nice shiner. I thought I'd have a nice... In addition to the little the little cut there, I thought I'd have a a purple uh, circle around it, and I could I could pretend that I got in a fight or something cool, something way cooler than uh, I don't know a random collision on a basketball court. So that was my Monday. Oh, and I figured I got a week I got a week uh, free here in the gym. I'm gonna take advantage of this shit. I'm going to get some two days in. Over the holidays, I don't got shit to do. Why don't I go to the, the two, can't talk. Why don't I go to the gym twice a day? Get that fucking money's worth. Turns out I woke up Tuesday, very sore. Very, very sore. Uh, could hardly walk sore. Which is I, not surprising. Legs should be sore. But my arms... My biceps were, I'm saying were like it's the past. My biceps are still sore from lifting a basketball. Not a medicine ball, not a dumbbell or a barbell. From lifting a basketball, evidently. I am sore. Oh boy. Got your stimulus check yet? Huh? Hmm? Did it come in the mail or did it get directly deposited into your bank account? That's $600. Don't spend it all at once. What are you going to spend it on? Rent. Two weeks of rent, depending on where you live. A week of rent. I own my house, sir. That is one month of mortgage for me. Okay, maybe a month mortgage. Crass mass presents. I like how they, they uh, juked everybody out. All right, we got we got money coming right before Christmas. You got money coming. Don't worry about it. Stimulus checks are on their way. And everybody's like, awesome. Let's go Christmas shopping because we got money coming on the way. And then Trump's like, nope, back it up. You ain't getting money yet because you don't got enough money. We can get you $2,000, motherfucker. And everybody's like, oh, shit. Great, $2,000, even better. And then Mitch McConnell and the Republicans are like, nope, you can't have $2,000. And everybody's like, oh. No money. But they're like, ah, oh, you can't have six hundred though. You can have six hundred now. Maybe if you're if you're good and you behave there, we'll give you another fourteen hundred if we can find the time 
to do our jobs as your lawmakers. The fucking bill was 5,000 pages long. Nobody read it. Hey, everybody's making a big deal. They didn't even read the legislation that they voted on. How can, and not knowing that that's business as usual in Washington. Like, none of the Congress people, Senate or House, read the shit they vote on. Very rarely will they. And the guys that do read the legislation are always kind of marginalized as eccentrics. Can you believe that Ron Paul, he actually read the bill and found issue with some of the items. What a weirdo. Um, yeah, lobbyists write all that shit. Lobbyists, the actual rulers, your actual rulers, they write it. Congress, they're just actors, right? They're ugly actors. It's all fake. It's, it's, it's not like it's corrupt. If it was merely corrupt, I get why you guys would be, why you're so mad. Right? If it was like this great system and this nice way of governance that's been sullied by the influx of campaign contributions and law, if it was just that, I see why you guys would be. It, but the whole thing is fake. They're just pretending to be lawmakers. They don't read any of the legislation. What they do is they memorize talking points that lobbyists hand to them to justify the legislation. Okay? Now, some of them, at best, what you'll what you'll find is they won't read it, but they'll at least have it summarized, and maybe they'll vote on principle occasionally. But they're not fucking experts that are coming up with this shit. It's all being handed to them by vested interests. That's all it is. It's fake. It's fucking fake. You got a two-party system? Fake. Lawmakers themselves? Fake. President? I don't know. Could be fake. Could be... I don't know. It, Trump's a wild card. I don't know. I don't know what to make of that fucker. Am I the only person who doesn't know what to make of that? Because it seems like everybody is very sure of what to make about Donald Trump. People are like, he's going to save America. He's going to stick it to the deep state, drain the swamp. He's sticking, he's sticking his neck out for us. They're so sure, and another side is so sure, he's the Antichrist. He's a racist, murderer, uh, misogynistic, b bad tweeter. Or some shit. He's a threat to everybody's so fucking sure. I'm not sure. Like both, I can see both sides. So don't ask me. Don't ask me, sweet pea, because I don't know thee. So the fuck was my point? Oh, yeah. yeah. So I'm not sure if the president is fake or not, but Congress sure as shit is. Don't even read the legislation. Don't even. Uh, and then everything that was snuck into that bill, okay, it's a $900 billion bill. $900 billion plus dollar bill. Of which $120 billion goes back to the taxpayers in the form of this stimulus check. That's fucking crazy. Because it's all taxpayer funded. You realize that, right? No, it's not. They just print money. Well, same difference. Whether they're printing it out of thin air, which inflates your current dollars that you have, or they do it honest, quote, quote unquote honestly by taxing you, it's still dipping in to the economy's energy, for lack of a better word. Um, you're still taking from, you're st what is it? You're stealing from Peter to pay Paul. One way or the other. There's, you can't argue with 
math. So all this shit's taxpayer-funded, and then only a portion of it goes back to the taxpayers. It's insanity. If you're looking to save people money, why don't you just make poor people exempt from income tax for this year? Why should any anybody, anybody who's been fucked over by this insane lust for lockdowns, not the virus, by the way, they'll blame the economy on the virus. The virus didn't force these people to lose their jobs. They did. Government did, okay? Fucking government did. Why should these people be forced to pay income taxes on top of it? Whatsoever. You got to pay your fair share. Tax the shit out of people over a certain income if you want. If you want. I technically disagree with that. But but let's say, I'll grant you, for the time being, let's say taxes are designed to help poor people. Or at least they should be designed to help poor people. Then why the fuck are you taxing poor people? Why? I've had shit jobs before. I've had jobs 32K a year, right? Which sounds okay. like, But it's before taxes. Before fucking taxes, people making between thirty and fifty k, they're getting taxed between ten and twenty five thousand dollars a fucking year. Between ten and twenty five thousand goes to the fucking tax man. Now, if you're making five hundred k a year and you got to pay ten to twenty to thirty k, it doesn't really affect your standard of living that much. But when you're making thirty to fifty k and you're coughing up 10k a year to the fucking government that's the difference between you going into debt $600 every year or saving $8,000 every year you know if you saved $8,000 every year for 10 fucking years your boss doesn't really have leverage over you right if you have 80k sitting liquid somewhere uh, you don't have to put up with random drug testing or whatever fascistic clampdown your boss is trying to put over on you because you need the fucking money, right? Especially if you're in, you have a lot of student debt, like a lot of us do. You know, you gotta you'll do what you're told. You can't have people saving and starting their own businesses and being independent, and you can't have that shit now. Just when it looked like we were turning a corner and small businesses were at record high. And I'm not saying this was Trump's doing, okay? A lot of people, Trump had the best economy. It could have been just the confluence of technology, right? With with the ability to, I'll use myself as an example, like a tutor. If you're going to tutor, whether it's guitar lessons, ACT prep, ESL, you can scale it up so much with mass communications technology. When you have Zoom, when you have Skype, right? And that's just my stupid little personal example. There's so many other small businesses that could set up an online store, that could ship stuff, that could get the word out about their cupcake shop that they opened up on the corner of 50th and Luxembourg Avenue and uh, whatever. You know what I mean? Just when this was starting to happen, oh, we will now be uh, shutting everything down. This sounds like a conspiracy theory. I'm not saying it's a conspiracy, man, but I am saying it's pretty well. There's no way we, we would put up with this, with these lockdowns if we weren't here where we are technologically, right? Like in the in 1977, if they said, 
you can't leave your home and you can't visit your family. You can't, people wouldn't, there's no way that would, they, they would put up with that because we didn't have the distractions and the entertainment and, and Amazon and, and, and what is it? Postums, whatever the fuck it is. Uh, go puff. They, it's almost as if they knew we wouldn't accept this form of life until we had sufficient technology to to just kind of lose ourselves in. I think opioids help too. Painkillers definitely help. Right? Because this is the era of people just dumbed down on prescription drugs. Critical thinking and just energy is down. I don't know if you've ever had a debate with a guy on heroin, but, uh, you know, it's pretty easy to win, you know? Uh... <laughs> What was that Karl Marx quote? What did he say? Religion is the opiate of the masses? Whatever he said. Yeah, no, opioids. No, that's the op. But you couldn't do this shit back in the 80s or 70s when life was real, tactile, outside, face-to-face, and everybody was on cocaine. You couldn't fucking... You couldn't make people stay inside, right? But you can now. Now that we're in a dystopian nightmare, right? It's just... It's just everybody hopped up on fucking pills entertaining themselves. I just want to be comfortable. I just want to be comfortable and safe. Can I be safe and comfortable? I don't need to live life. I just want to be safe and comfortable. Um, and entertained. No way would they put up with this shit at any other time in, in human history. The idea of a lockdown. Good God. Great googly moogly. I shouldn't talk too much though because I've been, as you may have heard, I've been, you know, traveling about to areas that are not locked down and trying to, to wrangle up some, some stage time. And um, so I can promote my propaganda, get reps, and hopefully eke some, some living out of this at some point. Uh, but I'm, I haven't been to uh, California recently or New York recently. I don't know. Uh, if what I'm reading is, is, you know, it's, it's like a true lockdown. I was talking to a comic, uh, he's a guitar act, but don't judge him. Don't stop judging the guitar acts. Um, fellow from Los Angeles, he was telling me, yeah, man, in LA, I read in the news about how it's all locked down and stuff, but you're at, when you're actually there, it doesn't seem that different. People walking outside, people breaking the, the rules and it's, hmm, that's kind of, sounds like good news, but still kind of weird so hopefully you get your check soon for that $600 they can buy you off I think they should just stop with the stimulus nonsense and let us just eat it just let us eat it and really because that's the only thing that's stopping us from revolting against this nonsense well they gave us a PPP loan and those PPP loans are fucking that is a money grab, okay? Those PPP loans are... A, these rich cocksuckers are using... I know a guy. I'm not going to tell you how I know the guy. But let's just say he's closely related to me. <laughs> Has to fucking f- do the paperwork for these PPP loans. And the motherfuckers that he's doing this paperwork for, they're... I, I wish I could give you a concrete example, but I technically can't. Because I'd probably get sued, but and no, you shouldn't believe me if I'm not going to give you a concrete example. But just man to man between you and me, 
scouts scouts honor. Swear to God, what I'm fucking hearing is indefensible. These PPP loans was that one too many P's, three P's. PPP loans are being exploited by people who are already well off, already very well off, and in some cases have not lost a dime in this experiment, and in fact have profit, who are fleecing taxpayers for hundreds of thousands of dollars. They are enriching themselves and laughing at you being afraid of this because they know it's just a big money grab. You know, the bigger the money grab is, the bigger the scare, the, the, the fear mongering has to be. Here's something scary for you. I read it on the internet, so I know it's true. Uh, I actually did verify this. 35% of every dollar ever, ever created has been created in the last 10 months. Think about that. Of all the dollar bills in circulation in the entire history of the dollar bill, which goes back to what? I guess post-greenback, right? From 18, whatever, 70 on, whatever. It's been a long time. All the dollar bills ever in circulation, more than one out of three were printed last 10 months. Now, you don't have to uh, you know, be a professor of macroeconomics to, to wonder if uh, printing so many dollar bills in such a short amount of time uh, might lead to consequences down the road. It's a fair thing to, to wonder about. Uh, because it turns out when this is done historically, uh, what typically happens is, is some kind of inflation. Now, whether it's hyperinflation, stagflation, or just normal inflation, uh, you're going to... And really, technically, it is inflation. See, the word inflation, the definition has been kind of kind of mutated over the years. Originally, when economics nerds would talk about inflation, what they literally meant was the inflation of the money supply, so the printing of more bills. So they would say, we are in inflation, and rising prices is a symptom or a result of inflation. That used to be the definition. However, nowadays, inflation is thought to mean the rising of prices and not necessarily the increase in money supply. It's all semantics. Who gives a shit? You're probably saying. Point is, things are getting more expensive. Right? Stock market is hitting record highs. How? Why? Well, that money's got to go somewhere. Real estate, you would think it'd be dipping. People losing their jobs. People uh, unable to make rent or mortgage. Nope, that's that's a booming. Home improvement, booming. Um, food, don't notice it as much, but it's definitely getting more expensive. Family has crab legs for a, a Christmas tradition. I think this year, king crab legs were like damn near 30 bucks a pound. Right? And like last year, they like $18 a pound. Now, granted, you're not in a tough spot if you're bitching about the price of crab legs going up, okay? That's just one example that you see clearly because it's kind of an expensive food item. But that shit is true of meat. It's, uh, is it true of milk, though? How the hell is milk so cheap? 
How are these dairy are these dairy farmers subsidized? How are they making money on this shit? Think about all the food you got to feed it, all the children you have to have to wake up early enough to milk the fucking cows, the shipping, got to make the, the the carton out of oil, right? And the oil's not hard and not easy to get. How the fuck is milk so cheap? But it is cheap, which is a beautiful thing if you're not lactose intolerant, right? I'm lucky. I can. I'm not lactose intolerant at all. Some of you people, you drink that milk and you're farting your ass off for the next two days because your body doesn't know how to digest the milk. Um, is it true that most people in the world are lactose intolerant? I, I read that again on the internet. It, it must be true. Most people in the world are lactose intolerant. But what's their definition of intolerant? Like they get a little bit of gas or like their their stomach bloats and they have to go to the hospital and they start getting the diarrhea and dying of dehydration because they're shitting out all their fluid. I suppose it's a spectrum. But I don't think I'm lactose intolerant and yet uh, I don't drink that much milk. Give me a damn cookie. I'm drinking some milk though. Okay, what, what are we doing guys? I'm talking about milk. I think it's obvious um, I'm running out of things to talk about. So let's keep uh, keep the drinks coming. I'm drinking a fucking cappuccino, by the way. It's not the uh, iced, the hard iced tea. Um, I feel feel kind of bad ending it like this. It's like the last one of the year, guys. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna record my shit opinions for another week. It'll be a whole other year. Can you believe it? Um, yeah, we got to stop blaming the year. It's not 2020's fault. Okay. It's our own fault. Right. It's our own damn fault. And we can't even blame the politicians, right? For their, for these aggressive draconian anti-scientific lockdowns. You can't blame them. They're just doing what politicians do, right? They're power whores. I can't believe power whores would try to assume power her no it's our fault we believe them we believe them they can say anything though in a solemn in a in a slow methodical voice if they say it in front of cameras and they have a piece of silk wrapped around their collar in a knot in a windsor knot and a suit jacket we know this man is serious he can be trusted. That's it's it's all, it's all clothing, right? Like, what's to stop citizens from wearing black slacks, right? Having a conceal and carry permit, and maybe have a a light blue collared shirt, right? And what's to stop a guy from wearing a funny little hat and then putting a little a little badge a little cloth he sews onto his shoulder right and then and these people call hey we're the we're the people's police and we'll be taken what's to stop those john q citizen from wearing the same clothes as a police officer and you'll say well that's called impersonating a police officer no no no. i'm not saying you you claim to be a police officer right i'm just saying you dress like them vaguely and you have a gun that you conceal and carry 
and you protect small businesses from robbers. Um, and when I say robbers, I don't mean rioters, Antifa. I mean government officials showing up to fine you for running your own business, right? Let's say the cops show up. No cop wants to do that, by the way. I, no cop worth a shit looks forward to getting the dispatch. Hey, we got a local restaurateur refusing to close his business on account of he wants to feed his kids. Uh, we got to show up there and uh, put a stop to it. Nobody wants to fucking do that, right? But they don't, get, they don't have a say in the matter. They do what they're told. So they got to show up. But what if they show up and there's some citizens who are wearing the same color clothes they are, right? And you can do citizen's arrest, by the way. And what if the citizens say, hey, actually, uh, we have sworn to protect the Constitution and we'll be uh, protecting this business from any robbers, be they uh, government sanctioned or otherwise. So get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here with your fucking badges and your shit. We're the police now. What's, what's to stop that from happening? Now, let's say that did happen. At, what, at a certain point, we're just arguing about clothing. We're just arguing about clothing. Because the quote-unquote real police officer goes, hey, that's not right. We're the real police officers because we were sworn in. By who? By aliens? No, by some other fucking people that called themselves some. It's all just fucking labels and clothing. Why can't people just fucking start their own court? Have some guy dressed in a fucking robe. Make him have some fucking goofy white hair. Never spend a day in law school. But we just decide, hey, this guy's going to dole out some justice. And uh, we're going to do it that way. What's to stop it? the law but what is the law what i'm trying to say is at the end of the day everything we're following is just other humans at your exact same level wearing clothing we're just following clothing it's all clothing that's why they encourage protesters to dress like shitheads you know like rock and rollers and hippies They're like ah you guys are okay just make sure you dress like shit so nobody takes you seriously but what if they started dressing better than the official authorities we would have what they would call a crisis of authority. Because so far, we've just been going along with the clothing line. We'll say, well, he has the, the uh, it's like knighting, you know, the, the queen puts a sword, a sword on your fucking shoulder and you're suddenly this knight. It's make-believe. We're playing fucking make, our entire society is built on make-believe. Our money isn't real. Our authorities aren't real. The science we're being asked to believe is not real. None of it's fucking real. The only thing real is our obedience to it. It's clothing. Is it, Matt? Is it just clothing or is there more to it? There's probably more to it. But I'm going to go with clothing for now. Just to be provocative. Oh, so provocative. His clothing take. Ah... Why don't you email me and tell me why I'm full of shit? I know I'm full of shit. I just can't put my finger on why I'm full of shit. Come on. What is it? It's just clothing, right? I know, I know you need expertise in, in, in things, right? You can't go to a guy and say, hey, I'm a mechanic. He doesn't know shit about cars, right? You can't go to a surgeon and say, I need my knee fixed. He doesn't know shit about surgery. He's never been to medical school. There's obviously expertise and natural authority that comes from competence, yes. But I, I'm trying to put my finger on why... Like, where does the authority of the police and politicians derive from? Like, where does it come from? Theoretically, it comes from us. But if it comes from us and we stop giving it, then where does it come from? Anywhere or nowhere? Does it come from God or the devil 
Or is it something we're just making up shit? I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud. I'm just thinking out loud, guys. Well, I better stop thinking out loud and start thinking to myself quietly because there's people walking by the car doing double takes saying, who is this crazy man talking about clothing and politicians? I think we need to call the police, the real ones, not the fucking guys he's talking about. Uh, He's got Pennsylvania license plates. It's his fault. Trump lost. Pennsylvania should have been Trump country, but this guy didn't vote. And then he went to Biden. Let's get him. All right. That's enough rambling. I would say, why don't you guys have a, a, a good rest of the year and you know, enjoy the last couple days as you can and then make your new year's resolution, start fresh and uh, hope this next year is better than the last, but I'll see you next year. I'll see you next year, guys. Ha ha ha. I'll see you uh, next week. Uh, tell them, take care of yourself, take care of each other. Bye-bye.